Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Grand Terra Adventures. I am your host and GM Sinsaku, and with me today is Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Nerali, Tiefling Monk Cleric. And Jack. Hey, this is Jack. I play Fakir, the Elf Warlock. And other things. And Cody. I'm Cody. I'm playing Theod, the Half Orc Bloodhunter. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm playing Lapis, the Halfling Cleric. And William. Hi, I'm William. I'm playing Graza, the Half Orc Bloodhunter. And back again because we didn't scare her off last time, Sarah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm playing Maeve, the uh, Blue Vein Blood Mage. All right. And when last we left our heroes, they had just uh, awoken after defeating, or seemingly defeating, a Ethereal Fog Dragon. Uh, and that was where we left off. So you, you, you all sort of come to and realize that you're on a very, very steep cliff shore. Uh, it, it feels like you're like, like you look down and you see, you see, you know, sand beach underneath your feet and also a scattering of debris all around you. Um, and in front of you where you would expect to see a steady incline into a hill, uh, instead you see a sharp cliff face. That's about, you know, it's about, uh, 30 feet high. Um, so it's like sort of the beach just sort of ends rather than being an incline. So is it kind of like that place where we killed those pirates? Hmm. No. No? Okay. No. No, that was a cove with a definite beach. This is, this is a, a, this is a coastline that is a cliff. Ah, good times. So, wait, what happened now? We're, um, um, where, where, where are we? Yes. Anyone? Anyone? And you can all what see. What time of day is it? You can all see each other. Um, make a survival check. You look up to try to ascertain the time of day, and all you can see is fog. The uh, the the area that you're in not nearly as foggy as the fog world that you were in previously, but this entire area appears to be surrounded in a very similar fog. So it's difficult to ascertain the time of day. Um, it seems like it's light out because there's there's plenty of ambient light, but okay. it's difficult to tell. Them that. <clears throat> and does Fakir Fakir will take his boots off and dig his feet into the sand? Does it feel like prime material plane, or does it feel like still possibly not dimensional? You, you, you're definitely on the material plane. You're definitely on the prime material okay. plane. You're on your material plane, most certainly. Um, the the sand beneath your feet uh, just gives you a vision of water, open water. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Oh, I know. And Carol turned to Maeve. Is this your home? Is this my home? Uh, this is not your home, but you do recognize the debris of your ship around you. No, it's not my home. Hmm. It occurs to me I'm probably... Okay, I'll check and make sure he's got the bag of holding still. Yeah, you've still got the bag of holding. Oh, 
Oh, that's right. Lavis is is Lavis conscious? Sorry, I forgot uh, about this. Yeah, uh, Lavis is stable but not conscious. No. I don't. It actually, did, actually, one of you guys healed her, didn't you? Or him? Sorry. Yeah, I did it again. <laughs> one of you healed him, didn't you? We just talked about this. I know. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I I cast the stabilizing spell. Okay, so you stabilized him. He's still unconscious. Which, once it's sta- well, once you're stabilized, once you've made your death saving throws, which is essentially what this auto does, you end you get one hit point. No, oh, that's if you roll a natural twenty on saving throws. He's still at zero hit points and unconscious until someone just not him just one. not bleeding out. Yeah, when you when you stable, you don't get one hit point uh, when you fin- when you fully stabilize. Like no, fair enough. But in an hour, you yeah. wake up. Well, unless somebody a wants a healing potion, because I have still have no spells. I hold up an yeah, empty no, bottle Fikaro, and shave mine. I'm out. Fakir has uh, one left. If anyone searches Lavis, he has several. Don't you guys still have oh, one we'll of those? Do don't you guys still have one of those spell slot restoration potions? Uh, I, don't, also I, don't, Lavis, I don't keep the magical items. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lavis has all this of the potions. True. I'm yeah. not sure why, but he does. All right. Uh, so, is anybody tending to Lavis or just leaving him unconscious on the beach? <laughs> Waves, the care grabs one of Lavis's water grabs one of Lavis's potions and yeah, Fakiro grab one of the potions from Lavis and pour it down his gullet. All right, uh, roll one of your potions, Lavis. Oh, okay. Um. And as you do, as you recover health from the potion, you 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 slowly wake up with the feeling of sand beneath you and water lapping at the side of your face. Subtract three from that and ignore the self heal. Okay. Yeah, you. Right, that's how much you heal. Yep. And you you come to consciousness, water lapping at your face. Ow! Where are we? Good question. I don't know. We're on a coastline, one that requires exploration. Not the same coastline as we were on a few weeks ago? No. Don't know. Couldn't say for certain. Almost certainly. And Fakir's going to start digging through the wreckage to see if there's anything useful. Uh, uh, Sarah, did you ever come up with a name for your ship? Yes, it's the Mermaid's Elbow. All right. You come across the name of the ship, the Mermaid's Elbow. Um... You also come That's across, all. you know, you, you come across a variety of, of, of parts of the ship that are wrecked. Um, there doesn't seem to be any sign of people or any sort of belongings, just the wreckage of a ship. Just debris. Yeah. Well, if we're going to find anything, it'll probably be... Somewhere else along the strand or further inland. Lamas, how are you feeling? I'm not doing great, but I imagine, unless, depending on how long I was out, several of us are probably still doing less than well. 
Uh huh. I'm looking across the beach, or whatever, on the looking at just like looking out on the perimeter to see if there's anything, making sure nothing sneaks up on us if there's anything left. So there's a there's the cliff to the north, and to the south there is water and debris. To the east and west there is nothing but sand. Okay. All right. Um, you, you notice my... uh, you you do notice. Uh, make make a perception check for me, Theod. Nope. All right. Uh, you notice there's a lot of debris. You know, it just it seems like a place where wrecked ships are. <laughs> Fakir's making a pile of debris and then lighting it on fire with his sword. Fakir makes a pile of debris and lights it on fire with his sword. There is now a pile of debris on fire. So are we camping here then? Seems hard. I think that we're not. Cam- Especially, even if we're camping, everyone gets that much back. Yeah, I guess I could use hit points. Literally, everyone gets them because it's a spell. Is a 13 survival enough for Fakir to determine where the high tide reaches on this beach? Um, There doesn't seem to be a high tide. Yeah, that's disturbing, but possibly helpful. The, the no. beach, the beach seems fairly flat as well. Again, it's not an incline. It's almost as if the beach that you're on is just a ninety degree shelf to the cliff. Mm-hmm. But there is no, there is no, there is no indication that water ever comes any further up than it is currently. Like there, like you, you look out, and there's no indication of there's no like a line of wet sand versus dry sand. The water never comes closer than it is. Okay. Um, Levis is trying to determine if there's any safe-ish looking places to camp in the immediate vicinity. Well, there is the there is the uh, the large broken prow of the mermaid's elbow. Hmm. It's just like sort of. Half of it standing up makes kind of a dome. Pseudo tent. How injured does Graza look? Um. <laughs> very. Very. Mm-hmm. Very. Okay. Okay. Uh. First. Oh. She's kind of using her rifle as a walking stick right now. Yeah, let's try and bring people back up towards half. Uh, how far below half is everyone? <laughs> because math is hard. It's going to take 21 points to put me at half. Six okay. here. Like five or six for me. I'm over half. All right. I didn't even have to use my half for resilience. I about okay. four, yeah. Um, so then... I'll give Graza 20, Theod and Nerali 10 each, and I'm going to use the last. That'll put me over half. Theod Theod only needs like five. You know, five each. Sorry. Five each. Yeah. No, I did count. Um, So five for Nerali, five for Theod. 20 for Um, Graza. 20 for Grasa, as long as that doesn't take you above half. It definitely doesn't. I'm still actually not 21. I, need, I needed 23. 
Okay. So you can have one more because 42 is half for me. And then 10 for Lavis because he's <laughs> still actually himself. pretty well. 10 um, for himself. And if anyone needs additional healing, I have a few spell slots, but I'm only going to use them if we're definitely committing to resting. I think we should most certainly rest. Yes. Uh-huh. You guys I look like shit. Advisable. I'm okay. I look fine. Speak for yourself. I'm fine. <laughs> oh, uh, and now that now that she can actually see you, uh, I'm gonna need who was in the other? It was Graza and Narali. Narali. Uh, to describe what you look like to Maeve. <laughs> Because this is the first time the two of you have seen her, and she has seen the two of you. So, uh, Graza is a very tall, very lean half-orc. Um, uh, not as broad as, like, most male half-orcs that you've seen, but she's probably stronger than most of them anyway. Um, and she wears a very long leather duster. Uh, sort of your, like, witch hunter's garb almost, but uh, decked more in furs, like, lined in fur for, like, winter treks. Um, And she carries a pair of swords strapped across her back and a rifle next to it. Um, Her face is scarred across the left side, and she has a sort of half-hawk. The hair is kind of buzzed short on the left side, and it's just kind of a long mohawk that just drapes across the right side of her face. Uh, Heavily scarred from, like, claw marks across the left side of her face, and her eyes are naturally red, uh, though they have sort of, occasionally they tinge a little bit yellow. And and Nerali is tiefling, uh, uh, red skin, red hair, uh, which is goes down to about just beyond like her jawline, uh, fairly short, about five three. Um, uh, dresses very simply. Uh, she has a a, a staff um, on her back now, but she doesn't use that often. <laughs> um, uh, and. Probably at one point looked very optimistic in, in 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 everything she did, and is now a little bit less. We'll see Street if we black can, eyes. We'll we'll see if we can't fix that soon. We, we'll see. <laughs> All right, she's developing that jaded adventurer's outlook. <laughs> Y'all are breaking her, which is awesome. The outlook that Graza had for a long time. You mean? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So if Akira glance around and say, so who wants to take a look around then? I'm uh, game. Um, uh, I want to sleep. I, I, uh, quick question. Uh, look over at me. Hi, hi. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. Did I miss something when I, I went made. into the shadow or something? Because... Cause... When... Person? All that Actually, stuff you just lit on fire, that's my boat. Oh. Sorry? Uh, 
And this is where the awkward silence begins. <laughs> so, uh, uh, hi, I'm I, I'm Nirali. Hi, um, and this is everyone else. Um, what was that perception check for, Fakir? To see if he noticed that she said it was her boat. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> We'll get you another one. We're pretty good at that sort of thing, honestly. Boats. We didn't break yeah, it. Why are we getting boat. her something new? Wait, yeah? I don't care about the boat. But there are people on it and things that I cared about. And you can't get me new oh. ones of those. No. Maybe we can find your old ones then. It's like I might be able to help you find things. We're done being. If we're done being melodramatic, I'm going to go and look around. Don't light any more of it on fire, all right? Melodramatic. I was just saying hi. What? Uh, Graza, what are you doing to go look around? I'm going to uh, uh, see how far. Graza says, "You're going to go look around." Fakir puts a hand on her shoulder and casts fly. <laughs> Never going to get used to that. <laughs> You're suddenly feeling much lighter. Uh, she's going to have a look around the, basically, as far up and down this beach as she can to see how far the rock face goes. And once she's done that, she's going to see what's up the cliff face. Uh, the rock face appears to go all the way around the, the... The cliff face appears to go all the way around the beach. Like, uh, you, you keep going, and the beach turns to the right, and the cliff face continues on, and you go back the other way, the, the beach turns to the left, and the cliff face continues on. You go up. Yep. As you, as you as you crest the top of the thirty foot tall cliff face, uh, you see this island is very small. Not only is this island very small, in the middle of it is a massive mansion, flanked by what looks like part of a forest and part of a mountain range. And I say part of a mountain range because as you as you float around to one side, you see the back end of the mountain range where the beach is is sheared off and is just a cliff. Same thing so, with the forest. So we're on Duelist Kingdom. No. <laughs> it's One not island that, that big, has like, so many different It's it, the, 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 the basic layout of the area is sort of a flat grassland. Um, the forest, it, it, and it looks to be a few miles across. Like, from where you're looking, it looks to be only a few miles across in either direction. The mountain range, again, it looks like it, it's basically the, uh, the 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 island begins to go up into a mountain range and then just terminates at a random point. Nowhere near as tall as it should be. Um, and then the forest starts to go out for a very short period of time and then just terminates. And then in the in the middle of it is a large mansion. Ross has had just about enough of shit that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Back at the camp, I so uh, hi, welcome to us. Uh, I I I talk more, but um, I haven't slept in like who knows how long at this point. So night. <sighs> After a, after a bit of exploration, Graza heads back down. 
And so like, this the, island makes about as much sense as the previous area. The mansion and the mansion also it's like a fifteen minute walk from the beach, mm. or less than it's like a ten minute walk from where you're at. Is are there any signs of life at the mansion? Uh, Grouse didn't get close enough to look. I wasn't going to. No, but Fakir, Fakir's up there at the top, like uh, probably from, about fifty feet above the cliff. Oh yeah, you can you can see everything that I just described. Then um, you can't really tell. It looks like a mansion right okay. now. Fakir will fly down to the top of the cliff <clears throat> and look for something to tie his rope to. There doesn't seem to be anything. It looks like it looks for all intents. It looks like this. Uh, grassland is supposed to continue on and just terminates. Like there's no you when, normally when you're thinking of uh, a cliff face, there's like some sort of indication that the land is about to become a cliff face. This mm-hmm. just it's just grass, 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 grass drop. Someone right. took someone took a hex from the world and just picked it up and put it over here. <clears throat> from a morphological perspective, that does seem to be what's happened. Yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't say that out loud. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's a lack of a growl that makes it grow his voice. <clears throat> Alright, so what do you guys do? Are we camping here at the bottom, or are we going to try to get up to the top? Well, I think when our flyers return, they tell us if it seems safe to camp here or there or wherever, but I'm certainly voting Have for... Have I seen any signs of life throughout my explorations? Nope. I've already curled up and fall, fallen asleep. Other than the, other than the trees yeah. and the grass. I mean, yeah, animal life, I mean. Yeah, no no signs of animal life. Just letting everyone rest. You do, you do notice that the, this entire area is blanketed in fog. Like it again. It it's distinctly not. It's distinctly the real world. It's not the fog world that you were just in. Um, but it is like there's just like a heavy fog permanently surrounding the the island. All right, but if we meet anybody named Ariel or Caliban, all bets are off. Yeah, Thea's just sitting on a piece of driftwood or whatever, something big enough for a chair or a stool or something like that, or a it, bench. I mean, it's all pieces of a ship. Yeah. All right. Yep. Fakiro come back and seeing Nerali asleep and everybody else sort of just relaxing will say, well, rest here and we can go visit the mansion after everyone's awake. Yes, if there's a mansion, let's not visit it right now. (sighs) But you could rest in the mansion. We've been very brutally beaten thus far. We need sleep. Please. How many fights have we fought in the past? Since we last took a moment to breathe. And Fakir, in his infinite wisdom, is not going to go off exploring by himself for once. Hey. Wait a minute. You're That's somebody in this party. and making sure no one goes and gets themselves killed. Right, Has right. someone in this party actually developed a sense of self-preservation? I'm confused. Raza's sense of self-preservation <laughs> is fantastic. Yeah. Right, so, yeah. you are all taking a long rest? 
Yep. We are posting watch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll take are, first watch. At, at any point in time during this long rest, are any of you going to talk to Maeve and figure out, you know, inter- at least introduce yourselves? I mean, I tried. Grazza <laughs> leave that to other people to do. <laughs> I, honestly, I, 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 I tried to get, I, I tried to introduce everybody else, mm-hmm. and then sleep took me. So, Maeve, are you going to if talk Maeve... to anybody about things? No. Okay. <laughs> if if Maeve doesn't immediately fall asleep, Fakir is going to go over and sit down next to her and strike, try and strike up a conversation. You can certainly try. All right. This, this wood elf has come over and sat down next to you. Well played. You can certainly try. This is when the GM mutes his mic. So, how many people are on your ship? And then immediately opens it back up again because he's going to have to answer that question. (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. Welcome back. Uh, Yeah, thank you. Uh, There was a a full crew on the Mermaid's Elbow. Uh, It was about roughly 23 people. Um, You know. But does she volunteer this information? Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm, I'm letting her know that oh, information. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> she can do with it what she. There wants. are about twenty people. <laughs> there are about twenty people. Odds are that some of them have made landfall. Then we'll keep an eye out for your companions. Where were you bound? Uh, I don't remember. You you do know if you'd like me to tell you. Sure, go ahead and tell me. (laughs) All right, all right. So uh, I hit my head really hard when I fell off the boat. I hit my head. This is what you remember prior to waking up on the beach. Uh, The mermaid's elbow and it's 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 you know group of let's not say pirates, let's say entrepreneurs, um, were uh, setting sail (laughs) on a trade route. Uh, you were you were heading to trade uh, with an uh, Aeonian port city in northern Aeonia, one of the, the largest continent, you know, known continent in the world. Um, well, next to Dalarati, but no one goes there. Um, you go, you were you were on the way from the Valkyrie Isles. Here, let me let me switch over to the world map so I can show you better. Um, you were on your way from the Valkyrie Isles over here to a port in northern Aeonia up here. Um, Roughly here-ish, just rounding the bend, uh, the ship, you, the ship, you, you saw, uh, you know, the, the, the lookout in the crow's nest called for fog. You know, they let, let, let a fog warning go so that everybody knew to be prepared for, you know, keeping an eye out for any sort of debris or obstacle that might instigate a crash or make them change course. The fog enveloped the ship and you woke up on the beach. In the area that you were at, there was no island, there was no landmass other than Aeonia and some small islands that are unpopulated for miles and miles and miles and miles and miles. 
Um, you don't know what this island is. You do know it shouldn't be there, or at least it shouldn't be anywhere near where your ship was. Please say it's called Barovia. Please say it's called Barovia. It is not called Perovia. Oh well. We've got a running bet table on what this island is. So that's what you know before you woke up. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't remember where we were going. I assume it was somewhere near Meisuchi then. Hopefully we're still in the rough area. (laughs) This is a very peculiar island. How apparent are her blue veins? How apparent are they? That's up to her. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> they are probably fairly apparent uh, as she wears sort of a, a loose dress. So you could probably see them on her arms. Okay. He'll probably give them a look, but not make any comment yet. Okay. When, uh... She will watch you look at her. <laughs> Just... <laughs> down, say nothing. <laughs> yeah, if you have if you have any questions about things that your character already knows, Sarah, feel free to ask me, and okay. I will tell you what you know or make you roll. <laughs> well, I suppose you'll be wanting to get some rest. I'll keep watch. And Fakaro crosses legs and folds his arms and immediately start trancing. Alright, Fakaro goes into a trance. Graza's on first watch because she wanted to get a like full night's sleep after her watch was over, so... Graza and Fakaro are on first watch. I'll probably wake up in time for last watch as usual. I've been up too, so I, I thought I had called first watch already, but alright. <laughs> All three of you after, can if you want. No, after I get done eating, then I'm going to go to sleep. Alright, the odd passes out. All right. Uh, first watch passes uneventfully. Second watch. Who's on second watch? Fakir still. Mm-hmm. There's on all three watches because he can rest while paying attention. Yep. Yep. Uh, Aaron can't hear you. Did you mute yourself? Yeah, because there's construction outside. I'll yeah. take second watch. All right. Second watch was uh, with uh, Lavis and Fakir. Is there anything the two of you would like to talk about? Uh, yeah, um, probably yes. not still on May of Suchi. Well, not currently, I would assume. Uh, do we have any idea where we are? Well, it's a small island. Can't really see far offshore, so 
until I can get a look at stars or further surroundings, no. Mm. For all intents and purposes, we might be anywhere. And what is that? Here, I want you to hold this. Mm. And Fakir will hand you the bag of holding. Okay. Lavis holds it. All right. Oh, I should give you, and Lavis pulls out the other spell fatigue potion. I used yours. Here's mine. Oh. Very well. All right. Second, second, uh, second watch passes uneventfully. Last watch. Nerali gets up. I'm assuming Theod gets up. Um, both of them stepped away for a second, or just disconnected. Uh, well, I know Theod stepped away. Nerali appears to have disconnected. Uh, <laughs> third watch also passes uneventfully. We'll see if they wanted to do anything when they get back. Um, but. The third watch eventually wraps up, and as it does, everybody just sort of gets up and, and uh, you know, starts to do your morning ritual. Uh, there's Sorry, there's, there's Uh Third watch happens. Was there anything you wanted to do on your watch? Uh, no, I'm just keeping keeping alert. Um, yeah, no particular plans. Third, third watch I happens. Wander by myself. Third watch happens. Nothing. Yep. No, nothing happens during third watch. Uh, now that your long rest is over, you're all healed, and you got your spells back, etc., you notice that there has been no change whatsoever in the light levels of the area? That bothers me. Um. Are you saying there's no morning? It's, you can't really tell from the fog. But there's no change in the light levels of the area. So, like, you know how when light comes through fog, it's sort of right. desaturated and, and weird and just, like, sort of a glow rather than actual uh-huh. light? It's been the yeah. exact same I, way I, as it was the first from the minute you got here. Is that... Does anyone know if that's typical, the lack of no. change? No. No, that is not typical. Um. This is this planet spherical. Yes, more or less. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it and it has, I assume, one sun, right? Yes. Okay. Fakir will go into a slight lecture about how near the apexes of a planet, and sometimes you'll have extended periods of daylight during certain seasons of the year, because he's from the southern continent, so he's uh, probably so familiar these, with... What are these survival checks for? Uh, Lavis is trying to follow Fakir's discussion. <laughs> I was... <laughs> can I do, since my god is the morning lord, uh-huh. can I get a religion roll on what a day without night or morning might be? Sure. Yep, I am me. You have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Good to know everything is going normal. Lavis is going to slightly separate. I'm just starting to freak out. Uh, Fakir, what was your survival check to lecture, or was it to something else? 
it was it was more or less if he knew about the extended periods of daylight and darkness that change seasonally towards the poles of a spherical planet. I mean, yeah, yeah, you you you, you can know something about that. Right. You have no idea if that's what right. this is, but you know something about that. Right. Yeah. So that's the it's the only quasi scientific explanation he has for an eight hour rest with no apparent change in celestial illumination. Anybody else want to make any checks while we're here? Uh, not necessarily a check, but Lavis is going to pray because there was a trajectory, there was a mission, and seems like that's not what's happening anymore, and he's not yeah. sure how to deal with that. Yeah, all right. Yeah, do you guys see Tenchi? Did you see huh? what? Tenchi. Oh. The guy that was leading yeah, us that around. Too. Nope, there's nobody here other than the party. So yeah, Neroli's starting to hyperventilate a little bit at this point. Oh, that's not my fault, is it? No, it's not you your fault. You see Neroli Maeve looks at Neroli very side-eyed like, what are you freaking out about? <laughs> <laughs> awesome! She's... She's had a rough couple of days. And then she sits down and ones. tries to pray through the panic attack that she's currently having. Make a religion check. <laughs> Me or him? No, him. Oh, okay. Oh, that's better. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you calm down. Okay. Uh, as you think on it, though, there are no days on this planet where there is not a morning or an evening. Right. <laughs> This is bad. There are pla- there are days where one is longer than the other, but there are no days where there is not one. Anybody else doing anything? Ross is going to like walk over to Fakir. Are we going to make our way up there at some point? That would be my recommendation. Yes. Uh, this is going to be interesting. There wasn't exactly any landmarks to tie a rope off from. No, there wasn't. So either we... Send the two heaviest people up there and we act as anchors? There's also all this lumber you could build a ladder with. How high is the cliff? 30 feet. About 30 feet. Mm -hmm. Oh. It's exactly 30 feet. Oh, it's exactly 30 feet? Exactly 30 feet tall. Tall. Well, tall? 30 feet tall. (laughs) 30 feet tall. It's a 30-foot hall. No. Is it it just flat cliff, or is there handholds? Is it rocky? Uh, Make an inspection. Investigation? That, yeah. Anyone I mean, who wants I think to... it would be pretty apparent if it was or not, but... Nope, I see nothing. So, <laughs> Theod and Graza, to, to, to you it seems like a sheer cliff. Like, there's not any handholds at all. It's just sort of flat. And for the most part, it does look pretty flat. Like, it's almost as if somebody cut the ground and picked it up. Um, like, it's just perfectly sheer. Nothing. This is not a naturally occurring cliff. Um... However, uh, Fakir, Lavis, and Raleigh do pick out 
some like sort of weathered bits where the this being on the sea has started to wear down the the sheer cliff face. Um, and there are a few handholds where you could theoretically pull yourself up. It'd be difficult, but you, there are a few handholds here and there. And climbing's been such our forte in the past. I'm, pretty, I'm okay at climbing. I threw myself up a ship once. <laughs> All right. I'm just remembering back to our to the the sunken temple cave. Mm. And us trying to climb that wall. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna try to climb this. All right, make an athletics check. All right, uh, you, you find again these are like finger deep holes. Like you can get mm-hmm. three, two or three knuckles in, so it's difficult. But you do manage to, you know, grasping with just your fingers, climb the wall. It's very slow going and painful yeah. when you get there. All right, so once I'm on the Kikir top... standing on the beach down. looking up at him saying, did you remember to take a rope with you? Yeah, I always have a rope on me. Good then. I'll throw it down. All right, there's and a rope. I'll wrap it around my waist, go about 10 feet back, because it's 50 feet. Mm-hmm. So they got plenty of room. And just kind of dig my heels into the dirt. and uh... I'll go ahead and climb. Athletics time. Rope give any advantage or anything? Probably just lowers the DC. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just make athletics checks if you're going up the rope, and I need Theod okay. to make an athletics check for everyone that is climbing. One at a time. <laughs> One at a time. Uh, where'd it go? There it is. Those sailors and their rope climbing abilities. Uh-oh. <laughs> Shit. All right. So I let go. That was with great. Nerali gets up. Easily enough. Um, then Maeve starts to climb, and Maeve grabs that rope and starts taking off. Just gets about 15 feet up when Theod realizes the rope is moving. And he tries to stop it, but the grass is not meant for gripping because it's a grass field. And so Maeve gets about halfway up and Theod comes, like, is at the edge of the cliff about to fall over. I'm going to reach out and try and grab on and help. All right, make an athletic check. All right, Nerali, Nerali reaches out, grabs Theod by the back of his belt, and yanks backward, pulling him and Maeve all the way up over the cliff. Just with one fierce yank, and all three of them sort of collapse into a pile on the on the upper area. Thought I, thought I had my heels dug in better than that. You see, you know, you see, you see a trail working with us. through it. You okay? Who, who? I'm fine. Either, both. All right then. Maeve stares at you without I the rope. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead okay. and throw it down. Is there anything to tie it off to up here? Nope. No. Nope. Okay. No. That's why. Uh, how soft is the ground? Uh, it's it's grass. Like it's grassland. Okay. It's pretty soft. All right. Um. Bullshit. 
Uh, oh, hey, Norelli, can I use your staff for a second? I was, I was, I was just thinking that, yeah. How, how long is your staff? Six foot. Okay, so pound it about two feet into the ground, mm-hmm. two and a half, and then tie the rope around that, and then and also around my waist. And I'll hold on to the staff, you hold on to the rope, and yeah. Yeah. All right, now anybody climbing up the rope can make uh, just make an athletics check, and nobody has to resist to hold the rope. Hmm. Right, Leno, uh, even even with a poor roll, I have a seventeen athletics. Uh, Lavis, <laughs> Lavis, Graza, and Fakir make it up. You know, Lavis has a little bit of difficulty, but Graza's right behind him and just you know pushes him up. Hmm. All right, that's everyone. You are now all up on the grass, so you can immediately and see. Fakir points this, to the mansion. From this position, you can immediately see a large uh, Aeonian-style mansion. Um, and you can tell from where you're standing that this island is not more than a couple of miles long and wide. Like, you can see the edge in all four directions. Past the mansion, to your left, to your right, and of course you're standing on one right now, so. Any chance Sorry, go ahead. Given that I am Aeonian, Northern Aeonian, is there any chance of making, like, a history check or anything? Sure. You read my mind. That was literally what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> You're from Varus. Yeah. I, I don't go very far from uh, Norali, you... You have not been... You, you recognize that those are not the World Spine Mountains. So you can only imagine it was from further north because there is a small mountain range on the very, like, sort of the northern coast of Aeonia. Mm-hmm. Um... You know that's not the World Spine Mountains. You can just you can tell immediately looking at it. Um, you can't think of where this might be, but you're confident it's Northern Aeonia. Okay. So like this, we... is, this is this this grass and those trees and that mountain and the style of that building is Northern Aeonia. The style of that building is older than current styles, but it's it's definitely Northern Aeonian. Just because. It would be weird, just because everything is weird enough as it is, despite the fact that it's an older style, does it look aged? Or is it just the style? It looks it looks like it's an old building. Like, it doesn't look okay. decrepit. It looks well-kept. But it's definitely an old building. Not discounting time travel. Um, <laughs> so, uh, we we somehow transported to northern Aeonia. That's a long jump. uh... Except there are no islands off the top of northern Aeonia. Yeah, that was my question. I know. But... Well, at Uh, least there were no charges for travel expenses. Let's see if anyone's home, shall we? Let's do it. All right, you begin the brisk ten-minute walk to the mansion. You arrive cautiously, at the mansion cautiously, but non-violently. Yeah, I'm looking Indeed. around to see if anything is moving. Nothing is moving. Just if anything moves. Yep. All right. So the 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 mansion is it's a large it's a large you know opulent manor uh, with a wall around it, uh, and the wall has a gate that is standing open. 
you walk through the open gate. You're in, you find yourself in a, in a well-kept courtyard. There's a fountain in the middle of it, uh, a staircase that circles the fountain and goes up to the front door of the mansion. Um, there's a garden, well-kept, apple trees in bloom on the left. Uh, there's a, a variety of flowers on the right. Uh, there are benches for sitting, and the fountain is flowing with water. Um, there's a well uh, near the entrance of the house, near near the entrance of the of the wall, um, and a couple of plinths that look like they had statues on them at one point in time, but do not currently. Um, and a birdbath. Fakir's got his Fakir's got his Eldritch site up this whole time. Does he see anything additional? The mansion. So your Eldritch site is behaving weirdly. Nothing in front of you is glowing magically. The there is, however, a magical aura in the air and all around you. <clears throat> like. Everything around you is magic, but nothing specifically is magic. So it's more like a diffused aura rather than concentrated around any particular yeah. objects or aspects. Yeah, yeah. There's okay. a spell on this place. <laughs> you know, it explains yeah. some things. And uh, what school of magic is it? Uh, it is not a school of magic you recognize. Oh. It does not seem to be a school of magic. Like it doesn't the the energy type does not correlate to a school. Okay. So this is creepy. Um I guess what sort of to know you said there's places where statues are no longer, but probably like there are plinths where there were statues. Like Mm -hmm. you can tell this is a plinth meant for a statue. But there is no Would statue I know on them. anything about what type of statue might traditionally be there? Make a history check. <laughs> I'm going to go up to one of these plinths, and is there a plaque that might have named the statue? There's a place for a plaque, but there is no plaque. Um, you're not sure. It's small. It maybe was a... Uh, it was probably a humanoid statue. Okay. It's not. It's not like this. This looks like a large creature. Size. No, no, no. It's probably a humanoid statue. Okay. Eh. Too narrow to be something more than like twice broad. It's it's Take about it's about it's about big enough that Theod could stand on it. His toes would probably be poking out from the sides, but he could stand on it. I mean, should we see if anyone's home? Oh, what'd you say, Fakir? Looking for a door. Yeah, there's a door up the stairs. There's a there's a big double door. If we if if we want a way, I can give a shout out. See if they want to meet us out here, so we don't have to worry about whatever weird, freaky, monkey, uh, magical, you know, traps and the like. Oh, there's none of that around Raleigh. Besides, it's rude to call someone out of their own house. And he wanders up and thumps on the door twice. Thump on the door twice. To herself, it's also rude to go inside their home. Nothing happens. <laughs> I might be able to help with the traps. Are there any windows? Well, actually, he'll try the doorknob. 
It's you, the door. You try the doorknob. It is unlocked. Then he will open the door and shout hello inside. You open the door and shout hello, and you hear your echo back. Nothing and else. And will turn back to the rest to the rest of the group with a highly satisfied look on his face. Mm-hmm. Like it's Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, they seem to have a mystery that requires exploration. Don't we? Well, I mean we're stuck. <laughs> Shoulders slump. Yes, we do. Let's go see if we can find I mean, anything. Not... Yeah. Hopefully there's some way to teleport off this island, maybe. All right, so do you all go inside the building? Um, yeah, I'll head in. Yeah. Mavos will do the thing where he makes sure everyone is actually going in the direction before entering. <laughs> uh, particularly keeping an eye on Maeve because she's new. <laughs> And new people, I don't know how good how good she is at not getting hurt. She could huh? be Theod or she could be Graza. Graza <laughs> <laughs> got hurt more in the last fight than Theod did. Yeah. Not by any intention of her own. Graza yeah, and Mae, were you also going in? Noticing. Yes. Graza, you going in? Yeah. Alright, everybody goes in. I need everybody to make a wisdom saving throw, please. (laughs) Wow. That's my good save. This is my best save, but how I've been rolling today. Yep. Hmm. Got a plus six, but I can still roll a four. Okay. Alright, uh, you all walk into the building. Uh, you walk into a foyer. It's a grandly appointed foyer. It's got a staircase going up that splits off into two different directions. Uh, a large, you know, a, a, a nice rug that, that feels un- that's, you know, soft underneath your feet. Um, and for some reason, in the foyer, there are mirrors set up in a semicircle in front of you. Like, sort of on paint, on like art canvases, art, you know, canvas things um yeah easels that that's the word thank you um there's a series of mirrors set up in front of you and as you go in each one of you feels drawn to one of these mirrors and you go in and you 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 sort of you you all just sort of subconsciously step forward and, and peer into these mirrors um you don't see anything in the mirror other than your reflection and you know the, the room behind you uh, which you know gives you a gives you a short you know puzzling <laughs> like you expected something more, um, and then as each of you turn around, you find yourselves alone in the same room you were in previously, but with subtle differences. Um, for care, the room you are in is now full of mirrors. Like, All right. It was just a semicircle of mirrors, but now they are everywhere. The doors have been replaced by mirrors. The windows have been replaced by mirrors. The, uh, like, everything is mirror, 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 everywhere. 
And in these mirrors, you don't see a reflection of yourself. Instead, you see other rooms in which you see the rest of your party in various different areas through the mirror. Um, Graza, you, f- you turn around and find that all the mirrors in the room have been replaced by religious iconography. Uh, you see statues to various gods that you don't know because you don't care about gods. Yeah. Um, you see candles lit at altars. You see, you know, offerings here, there, and everywhere. And, and it's the same mansion. Like, you still see the stairs going up and splitting, and there are doors, and there are paintings, but all the paintings in the mansion are religious paintings. They're paintings of saints and gods and heroes and saviors and, and, and etc. Um, and, and there is a row of candles uh, heading up the stairs, all lit, heading up the stairs, on the stairs, going up and to the right. Uh, leading to a door. Lavis, uh, you turn around and it's as if you have suddenly found yourself in an abattoir. Um, What was previously a clean mansion, a clean, very well-kept mansion, has become the same building, but there are, there's torture racks, well-used torture racks lining the walls. There's iron maidens and spiked racks and whips and chains and manacles. They are hanging cages with skeletons in them. Um, Blood all over. Seemingly fresh blood all over most of these things. Um, And there is a trail of blood leading up the stairs and to the left to a door that has a bloody handprint on a doorknob. Nurali you turn around and find yourself in what looks to be a morgue of some kind. There are, where, where, where there were mirrors and windows and such, there are now coffins. Uh, there are, in the, the walls that were once wood are now stone, and there are inserts where people have been laid to rest. You appear to have been put in a mausoleum of, of some kind. It still, however, looks like uh, the, the mansion, and... One of these, there, there is a standing sarcophagus to your, le- to your immediate left, and the lid on it is slightly cracked open, and there is a soft glow coming from inside. Uh, Theod, you find yourself in a library. You turn around, and there are bookshelves lined with books, all different types, all different authors. Everything where there was furniture, there is now books and bookshelves. Um... And you see uh, one of these bookshelves to your right has opened slightly and is like sort of revealing an entryway like it was a secret passage leading into another room. Um, And Maeve, you have found yourself in the normal mansion, um, but there are pictures of a man, like artistic paintings of a man who seems like some sort of noble uh, everywhere. Where where previously there were just mirrors around you, there are now giant full standing portraits. There uh, there are, you know, some of them unfinished, some of them finished for a long time. There is paint splattered all over the place and you see a trail of paint leading up the stairs and stopping at a large portrait of this man. And Fakir, you see all of this through the mirrors. 
and more. You see other rooms as well, different types through different mirrors. You see, um, you see another room where there is. Uh, it looks like everything's been dressed up as if it was a theater. There is another room where where everything looks to be drawn black and gray, and as if as if a funeral was happening, or as if somebody was in mourning. There are there's about a half a dozen other mirrors, and each one paints the same manner in a different scene. And you notice that as your friends move through these mirrors, the the vocal point of your mirror follows them. Okay. So, the care will with, go up to. Yeah, start with the care. So, okay, go ahead. No, okay. Start with the care. Um, <clears throat> the care will go up to the mirror through which he sees Maeve and reach out and touch it. Mm-hmm. All right, Maeve, you hear a tapping sound behind you. All right, turn around. There is nothing there. And if. Is it solid? Yeah. Okay. Does it seem to be coming from inside a wall? No, it seemed like it was coming from the air right behind you. Does it? Is it in the the direction of the paint? No, it was immediately behind you in the direction of the door. Although in place of a front door, there is now just a large painting. Uh, Fakir, from your perspective, the camera hasn't really moved. Like she turned around, and so now you're seeing her front. Okay. Uh, I go back towards um, the help. door. Oh no, the door's not there anymore. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll follow the paint. All right. You 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 turn and follow the paint up the stairs. As as she does that, and as she starts moving, your viewpoint through the mirror continues to follow after her. Okay. So. Fakir, is there anything else you're doing right now? Or are you watching Maeve? Um, he'll look over his shoulder to where Lavis is. Mm-hmm. Take a step over there and call out for Lavis. See if he can establish verbal communication. You call out, but there is no reaction from Lavis. Lavis, meanwhile, okay. what are you doing? Um, okay, bloody room. Everyone else has disappeared. You're by yourself in what looks like a torture dungeon. Yeah. Gonna try and contact someone. Because I I have that spell, and getting split up from everyone is a little bit grating on my nerves. Alright. So, um, I'm gonna use sending. And... Uh, Fakir is probably the one who's going to freak out less, least from a magical voice in his head if everyone's in a torture room. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, because Fakir probably won't be scared of a torture room. Um, I'm just going to... I'll just... That spell. Um, I'm just going to say... Seems like I'm alone in a very bloody place. Potentially people are injured. Where are you? Anyone with you? Alright, so uh, you you feel the magic charge and you feel it release. But it doesn't feel as if the spell was successful. 
Meanwhile, Fakir, you hear everything Lavis just said. Like you, you, you see Lavis. Okay. You see Lavis perform the spell, and you hear the verbal component of the spell through the mirror. So, okay, but you don't get that message in your head. You just you hear it because you're watching him. Right. So I can't respond via the spell. The spell didn't work. Okay. Right. Um, the, the spell. The spell tried to fire, but there was no target for it to connect to. Yeah. Given that it's unlimited range and the thing about a different plane, is there a check I could do for what would cause the spell to fail in the way it failed? Uh, make a arcana check. Can I do that too, since I saw the spell being performed? Yeah, sure. <laughs> you have no idea. The only thing you could think of is maybe he's on a different plane. Mm. Um, care something about... This is definitely all magical. Something about the magic mm-hmm. of this place is preventing the spell from working. Communication appears to only be... Like, audio communication appears to only come out of the mirrors. It does not go back in. You did get a reaction from Maeve when you tapped on the glass, though. Right. All right. Uh, Graza, what are you doing? Uh, looking around, there's a door, right? Yes, there's a door. The candles are leading you up to a door. That's the only exit I can see in this room? There are other doors, but they are blocked by religious iconography. Statues and and symbols and such. They look too heavy to shove out of the way? Yeah. Large gold statues, things like that. (sighs) I just kind of ignore all the iconography and walk towards the door. Okay. You walk up the stairs, follow it up, and there's a door. I reach out and attempt to open it. It opens. Inside, you he- inside you see a man. Uh, he looks to be in his mid to late 30s, maybe early 40s, dressed in what you can only assume are religious robes of some kind. Um, he has black hair with some salt and pepper gray in it, a short, well-kept beard, and he is on his hands and knees, hands clasped, uh, muttering in a language you don't understand. Uh, Presumably to a god, there is an altar in front of him. Is there anything else in this room? Uh, More religious iconography. Uh, I step uh, into the room a little bit and just kind of cough. <clears throat> he he has no reaction. There is, however, a book laying next to him on the floor that catches your eye. Uh, if I step closer, does he react at all? Nope. He continues to mutter. Preacher. He does not react. All right, then. I step forward a bit, uh, have a glance at the book while still keeping an eye on the praying man. Mm-hmm. It seems it's a leather-bound book, and it is unclasped, but it is not open, and on the cover of it, it says, The Pious. Uh... If I reach down to pick it up, does he react? Nope. I pick it up, flip it open. All right. 
Every page has the following written on it. You who are transparent and base, may your form be truer than your words. Roam the world endlessly as fog. You who hunger for power, may that hunger never be sated. You who pride yourself on your form, may that form be ever shattered like reflections in the glass. Over and over and over and over on every page. This sounds more like a curse. You notice that in this book, um, you notice you who hunger for power, may that hunger never be sated, is bold. Everything else is normal, but it seems like that phrase has been like sort of written twice in each one on top of itself. And it's just well, constant, this, constant, 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 constant. I'm familiar with curses. This yes, sounds like the words of a curse. It does indeed sound like the words of a curse. And looking up at this man, I can't tell what he's saying. No. But can I have a look at the uh, iconography? Yeah. What is it? Uh, there's all sorts, all manner of iconography. The one that he's praying to right now? Make a religion check. Not that I'm going to be good at that. Hey. Uh, it's it's unfamiliar to you, uh, but it does look to be... It, it, it looks to be a large golden circle with an onyx plate in the circle. Hmm. Uh, you're not going to find power by praying to gods who never answer, friend. He continues to mutter in this language you don't understand. <sighs> I look around at all the iconography. How much of it looks fragile? It's all made of gold. The only thing that's not gold in this room is the onyx plate in the ring in front of him. If I step in front of him, does he notice? He does not react. Wave a hand in his face, no reaction? No reaction whatsoever. You can tell, now that you're listening to him, you can tell he is repeating a phrase in this language you don't understand. It is a phrase, it, it's a repeated phrase. So it's he's saying something, it's not just gibberish. Um, you just don't understand what it is that he's saying. Uh, Fakir, are you looking into Graz's mirror? Yes. Uh, so you too can hear what uh, he's saying, and you're seeing sort of over uh-huh. Graz's shoulder all this religious iconography. And that's going to be enough for Fakir to pull his sword and try and smash the mirror. To okay. You're trying to smash the mirror? Uh-huh. Make a wisdom save. Me or him? No, Fakir. You have a sudden intuitive feeling, almost as if it's mm-hmm. a message from your patron that smashing this mirror might be a bad idea. Okay. So instead, he'll take the tip of his sword and just gently scrape it down the surface. Graza, you hear a scraping sound behind you. <laughs> Look over my shoulder. Uh, so, Fakir, as you see, there's a line, like sort of a scratch forming on the, gra- mm-hmm. on the glass. Graza, you see a scratch in midair. I look closely at it. It's almost as if somebody has scratched something, but you can't see the something. 
I reach out and where it's already scratched, not where the scratch is being cut right now, but where it's already been scratched, I reach out and try and touch it. Uh, you, you, your finger goes through it, but you're able to trace it. And Fakir, you see Graza tracing that scratch. Awesome. I very carefully write a message. It's Fakir. <laughs> using, using what? All right. As the da- so as you lift the dagger up, the scratch disappears. And mm-hmm. Graza, you see the scratch disappear as well. I have to calligraph have to calligraph and, that. And then you see it's Fakir. But backwards, in, in because the, you're on the other side. Yeah, but backwards <laughs> in the air. I can read backwards. Yeah. Huh. Well, you found a way to communicate. You can hear everything Graza says. Right. And so it's, yes. I can see everyone. Can you figure out, can you figure anything out of this as I hold the uh, the book up to where I assume he's looking from because this is where all the words are coming from? Yeah, uh, you see the book and you see the words. Do they make any sense for me from an arcane perspective? Make an arcana check. Sounds like a curse. It looks like the words of a okay. curse. Yep. <laughs> like the the ritual nature, the, the ritualistic nature of the writing uh, indicates mm-hmm. that it is a curse of some kind, which would explain okay. the strange the strange magic that you've been seeing. Right. Because um, it, it doesn't curses operate outside the standard functionality of magic. Um, they uh-huh. don't operate the same way spells do. They operate in such right. a way that um, with enough magical power, the words of the spell are true. Right. Whatever those words may be, they are true. And the... Uh, uh, make, uh, a, make a... Graza, Graza and Vicar can both make a whatever your best intelligence or wisdom skill is. Okay. Survival and perception are both the same. So, Graza, from your, from your experience as a blood hunter, you know that typically the way to break a curse is to... It, curses are typically rooted in irony. And and making the words of the curse untrue is one of the more effective ways of breaking curses. It's not always it doesn't always work. It's got like a fifty percent chance of working. Mm. But from the information that you have now, not knowing the rest of the setup of the curse, just being presented with what you have now, if you figure out what the words mean, you could theoretically make them untrue and break it. Um, Fakir I was going to say to him but yeah Fakir also made an insight check Fakir you get pretty much the same idea uh, though your position uh-huh. is from your position is from a different perspective uh, you imagine that okay. it has the reason why you think it'd be a bad idea to break these mirrors is because if the curse basically now now that you, you, you it was sort of an instinct previously now it's now it's sort of congealed into a thought. Uh, the last word of the curse references mirrors. 
Um, right. You know, reference. You know, uh, reflect like reflections in the glass. Um, glass mm-hmm. being another term for mirror. Um, right. You want to figure out what the mirrors have to do with the curse before you break them. If you break them. You have to. You have to beat the game. You don't just flip the table. Yes. So I. I. I, I again. I, I indicate to where to the the bolden text uh, in in this in this book. I say I don't know if this man is the subject or the caster, <clears throat> and find out if this book and this man are in the, are with the rest of them. All right, uh, Lavis, what you doing? Uh, in the slaughterhouse still. Yeah. So, spell didn't work, and there's a... I'm going to very, very thoroughly, even if it seems fairly obvious, search for any possible alternate exit then towards the blood stains. All the other doors in the room are blocked by torture equipment. Okay. It's still checking thoroughly. Yeah, Maybe there's a trap yeah. door, all of that. While you're taking your time checking Maeve, you've gotten up to that large painting at the top of the steps. Um, is it the, uh, wait, the one at the top of the steps or the one that was behind me towards the, where the door was? Where, which one were you walking? Oh, paint, no, I was following, paint. I was following the paint trail. Yeah, the paint trail um, leads to the one at the top of the steps. Does it seem to stop right at that painting? Yes. All right. Uh, what is to the left and the right of it? Stairs that lead to more paintings. It's all the same guy? Yep, different poses, but the same guy. All right. Um, he is a, he is a tall, mid to late thirties, maybe early forties man, wearing variations on a noble outfit, uh, an older noble outfit, uh, with black hair that's going sort of salt and pepper gray, uh, and a very well kept beard. And Fakir, if you look over at Maeve's, Maeve's uh, mirror, you see these paintings. I okay. would like to take out my knife and try to cut through one of the paintings. Which one? The one right in front of me, the big one at the where the right. paint trail stops. Uh, as you cut into the painting, you, you, you sort of rip through it, and you see that there is actually a, a passageway behind the painting. Oh. Uh, I move it so that I can go through. Nice. Right? You move the painting, and you go through. Uh, it, it's a short corridor that takes you to another room where you find the man that is the subject of the paintings painting himself very well. Like all these paintings that are in, and it's it's sort of in an art room and he's wearing a small, like a painter's smock and a a nice, well, black shirt. There's no paint on him. Uh, And he is, you know, sort of, you know, using his thumb to measure and then painting uh, self portraits. Uh, What else is in the room? More paintings. And there's a book on the floor. I will pick up the book. All right. As you approach, the man does not seem to react. Um, he just continues to paint and paint and paint. Um, you see that there are dozens, if not hundreds, of paintings uh, in the you know in the in the uh, room. And on the book, it says the artist. I will open the book. Uh, inside the book, it says. You who are transparent and base, may your form be truer than your words. 
Roam endlessly as fog. You who hunger for power, may that hunger never be sated. You who pride yourself on your form, may that form ever be shattered like reflections in the glass. And the last sentence is sort of bolded as if it was written over many times. I will walk up to the man and see if he notices me. He does not react. Okay, I will put the book in my bag and I will go back out in the hallway. Alright. Maeve begins to walk back out into the hallway. And Fakir will scratch hello on her mirror. In front of you, the word hello appears as if scratched on something. Uh, Maeve will back up. Maeve backs up. The word and follows you. Uh, hello? You hear her say It's Fakir. It's Fakir appears. And at this point, he's trying to write mirrored so it looks correct to them. Yeah. <laughs> I take out the book and I hold it up and I open the page so he can see it. And again, it's, it's written over and over and over uh-huh. and over again throughout the entire book. Apparently, there's a curse. <laughs> Should we break the mirror? No, we should definitely not do that. Mm-hmm. What about the man in here? Should we kill the man in here? <laughs> <laughs> should we kill the, should we break the man? <laughs> There's a very long pause. Better hold off for now. All right, well, you better come up with something soon because if I don't have a plan in the next few minutes, I'm going back in there and he and I are going to have words with knives. I'm checking with the others. Nurali! Huh? You're in a crypt. Yes. What you doing? All right, so immediately I've just... risen a few notches in Fakir's eyes just with, with that last exchange. <laughs> What's up, Norelli? So, okay. So immediately she's just like, nope, 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 no, 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 no. Um, keeps herself from hyperventilating again. Um, and she's trying very hard not to be directed directly towards the, the, the one with the the one that's cracked open at the moment. Is there anything else that stands out in the rooms? The, the, the coffins, but they're all fairly uniform otherwise. There are plenty of closed sarcophaguses. They right. have names on them. Right. Sarcophagi. Sarcophagi. I'm going to start looking at the names for those first. All right. Uh, one of them says Fakir. Uh, one of them says Theon. I stop looking at the names. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the one that's open says Nerali. Wonderful. Um, I. You know what? No, I'm going to. Whichever one's closest that is not my own, I'm going to try and flip it open. 
All right, you. Uh, that's gonna be. Let's Strength. say that one. That one's that, that one. Let's say that one says Lavis on the outside of it. Okay. Uh, make it. Make a strength check. You push it open pretty easily. Uh, okay. And inside there, inside there is the uh, the the well preserved corpse of your friend Lavis. Okay. <laughs> and that's when the scratches appear. <laughs> Keep it together, Nerali. So all of a sudden, the words Wait. "keep it together, Nerali" appear. F- are you hear scratching behind you? Okay. Um, I didn't get more time than that. Uh, that you, he started scratching right when you started freaking out. Okay. So um, while you're fre- you can you can continue to freak out, but while you're freaking out, you hear scratching behind you. No, I know. I just, I thought he was doing all the others. Never mind. Um. All right, I hear scratching behind me, and I turn around and use what my second or my divinity thing to blast damage. What's it called? Uh, uh, radiance of the dawn. Okay. To blast uh, a damaging radiant light at whatever it is without even looking. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm basically. I'm assuming that it took you a little bit to calm down before you started venturing out. So that's why it happened now. Um, yeah, you you just blast, and the blast rockets out and hits the wall, and the wall doesn't seem to react at all. And there are these words hovering in the air in front of you. Fakir, you see a brilliantly bright light come at the mirror. It sort of startles you back. Okay, but it doesn't come out of the mirror. He kind of passes away. Hey, watch it. You see these words forming in the air in front of you. I just ignore them at this point and go on doing what I doing what I was planning to do because for all I know it's whoever horrible person is in is in charge of this whole thing. Okay. Um so, yeah, I'm pretty sure I know what I'm going to find in the other the other coffin. So, all right, let's play along. He goes over and goes to her coffin and throws it open. There is a hallway behind it. All right. Starts walking down it. When you get through the hallway, you find a what looks like an embalming room. Uh, there is a hunchbacked man in the room, draped all in black, uh, currently going through the funerary processes to entomb a body that looks very much like you. Um, he, uh, the, the man is, you can't tell much because of the robe that he's in, but you can definitely tell there's like something physically gnarled about him. And behind him, there is a book on the floor. All right. So, assuming there's going to be no reaction like like her, but she walks up behind, sort of carefully. Hello? Hi? Uh, Hi? You touch him. There's no reaction. 
You could not very clearly see your body on the slab in front of him. Yeah, I'm trying very hard not to look at that. Because <laughs> otherwise there will be more hyper- hyperventilating. However, now, that um, you're, now that you're sort of like off to one side, you can see underneath the hood of his, of his robe mm-hmm. uh, a dark-haired man with short hair. Okay. It's, it's black. It's got sort of salt and pepper on it. Uh, he's got a very well, well-kept beard. Uh, and he would look like sort of – he looks like he's – he would look like he's sort of late 30s, early 40s, except for the fact that half of his face seems normal and the other half seems twisted, sort of warped in a way. Just not right. Okay. As if everything was just slid a degree off from the rest of his face. All right. The one toy you put too close to a candle. Slightly <laughs> melted. So he's not reacting. You wave a hand in front of his face. Nope. I'm actually going to try and pull the hood back. All right, you pull the hood back. You see that the half of his face that is warped is mirrored with the half of his head. That half of his head is just not right. It's, a, it's the same half that the hunchback is on as well. Okay, so... <clears throat> That's extremely unnerving. Look around a little bit, a couple minutes more, and then see the book, pick up the book. The cover of the book reads, The Crooked Man. Okay. Open it up. Inside you see, you who are transparent and based, may your form be truer than your words. Roam the world endlessly as fog. You who hunger for power, may the hunger never be sated. You who pride yourself on your form, may that form ever be shattered like reflections in the glass. And in this one, uh, you who are transparent and base is bold. May the hunger never be sated is bold. May that form ever be shattered is bold. And it's repeated over and over and over again. That's strange. Fakir, are you trying to talk to Narali again? Yep. <clears throat> Scratch on the mirror. It's Fakir. Go back and look at my body. I want to see. <laughs> you see, I it's try to Fikair. scratch where it is because I don't know if you can hear me. Your hand goes through it. <laughs> okay, so it's N. Oh, <laughs> nothing happens. I don't know. Maybe this is how talk it to, works. Talk Maybe to me. You I can't see read what you're writing. Oh, <laughs> no. That's not. That's. No. <laughs> Meanwhile, Theod. <laughs> while, while all of this is happening with everybody else, Theod, you're in a library. Yeah, I am in a library. <laughs> Um, I'm just gonna. All the books. Yeah, I'm gonna look. I'm just gonna look at a shelf and see what the bind because normally titles on the binding sometimes. Yeah, Uh, these all have titles. They're a variety of old books. You recognize a few of them. Um, They're on. They seem to be on every subject. There are there are books on magic. There are books on deities. There are books on religion. There are books on monster hunting. There are books on. 
It seems like whoever owns this library has a very eclectic collection of books. And they all seem to have been read. Like, you can tell, like, you pull one off and you flip through it. It actually is a book. And the pages have been turned and they're well-worn and etc. Okay. Um, I'll pocket one of the ones I'm monster hunting. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then after I do that, uh, I'll use my great axe to kind of like tip open the, the bookcase that looks like it's open. It's got a like secret doorway or whatever you said. It, it, it actually, you, you, you sort of use your axe as a lever and the door swing, the, the bookshelf swings open. Okay. And, uh, there's a hallway behind it. Yeah. I'll, uh, just say, is anybody there? You call out. And you hear from down the hallway, of course there's somebody here. What are you doing? I'll start walking down and say, or I won't say anything until I get to the end and see who's talking. All right, you get to the end and you see a man uh, dressed in rough clothing. He's got sort of a black tunic, you know, brown leather slacks and boots on. Uh, he's got short black hair that's sort of graying. He looks like he could be in his late thirties, mid forties, you know, mid sorry, late late thirties, early forties. Um, he's got a well kept beard and he's holding in his book a leather bound in his hand a leather bound book and looking at you. Oh. I don't suppose you've come here to rescue me, have you? What do you need rescuing from? And I scratch on his mirror. Maybe. <laughs> oh, I see. Someone's outside the mirror. Hello. Uh, you're in, well, you're on a cursed island, I hope you know. Well, I do now. And there's at least two of you, I see. He looks back down at the book and starts flipping through it. There were me, whoever that is, and there was it's four Fikir. others. Uh, yeah, as it's, soon as I see it. It's yeah, care uh, appears. Of course it's care. <laughs> but there was four others, so. I don't suppose Elandril sent you. No idea who that is. Fair enough. He looks back down at the book and says, Who is that? If likely better that you don't know. What is your name? <sighs> I am Theo- I am Count Theobon de Bergerac. Okay. This is my Warner. manor. And how did you end up on in this mirror or cursed island? Well, I was cursed. Do you know by who? Fakir's over at Lavis's mirror, scratching. Can you break curses onto it? <laughs> um. So when Lavis here scratching, immediately yeah, the spirit of is just like, <laughs> not today. I didn't learn that spell. I. Why am I talking to creepy things? It's for care. <laughs> it's for care. Still talking to creepy things. Yeah. Yes. Still definitely creepy, talking to creepy things. Still creepy. 
Evil mansion. Dead. I just Lav- to Lavis, have you have you have you gone up to the door yet? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nerali does not blame Lavis. Lavis is still, no matter how obvious it is, there's no other exit. Still yeah, like there's no other exit. Yeah. Still like testing so every single door, trying to pull them up. Yeah, you can't. You, you don't seem to be able to move any of the torture devices. Yeah. Except the Iron Maiden. You can open and close the Iron Maiden. <laughs> there's a skeleton inside. Uh, With some I, bits I of meat still attached to it. the skeleton out. There, there are some bits of meat still attached to it. Yeah, yeah, I still take the skeleton out. I'm used to dead. I'm just not used to torture. All right, you, you take the skeleton out of the torture device. Yeah, I just try and... It looks, to be the same, it looks to be the same size as you. Okay, dead halflings. Um, I'm just going to try and lay them all to rest in a nice way. Well, there's nothing on the ground except for stone and blood. Yeah, yeah. So you pile them together. Yeah, there's... In sort of like a... I know how this is supposed to happen... Not supposed to be here, but I'll I'll come back for you later, skeletons. All right. While you're doing that, back to back to the don't give up, skeleton. <laughs> don't give up, skeleton. Uh, what was the last question you had for Theon? Uh, I asked him if he knew who cursed him or why he was cursed. I was cursed by a being of incredible power and spite. As for the reason why, well, I broke a deal that we had. Fakir scratches into the mirror. I never cursed you. I don't even know who you are. (laughs) Do you have a name for this being of incredible power and spite? Elanderil. Yeah, that's not me. Yeah. Does that name ring any bell to me? Nope. Nope. I'm sure... He, he, he motions over to a bookshelf on the right. I'm sure if you look at... Uh, contemplations on the Divine and the Semi-Divine, you will find what you're looking for. He's just pointing to a book that says on the title, Contemplations on the Divine and the Semi-Divine. Okay, I'll grab that book and start thumbing through it. As you open the book, it seems to automatically open to a single page of text. Just like you open it, just it flips itself. Uh, as it does, Theoban says, his version of a joke. In this page, uh, you read about Elanderil, the Archfey of Glory. Uh, Elanderil is a po- one of the most powerful... Arch, arch fey in existence residing both within the Feywild and the astral plane at the same time of his own whim and merits he is incredibly handsome and powerful and is known to bra- and is known to severely punish Oathbreakers in a variety of inventive creative and handsome ways penned by this fey <laughs> oh it's an autobiography okay so I'm assuming it after it just turned to that page, I'm gonna wanna look at the like the front, like the table of contents or whatever. Every page says that. Every page says that? Okay. 
Okay, yeah. I'm just, yeah. Like I said, his sense of humor. Yeah, he seems a bit vain, but then again, most, a lot of fake creatures can be. Um, I've found that out, yes. So what was the deal that you had with him that you broke? You must have known it's not wise to break a deal with a fae. Yes, well, I had few options on the matter. And why should I divulge any of this information to you? What would I gain out of it? Well, we're trying to help you break this thing. Yeah, I was going to say, possibly us us getting out, and you can come with, because we don't want to fucking be here. Do I have your word? What, that'll break you out? That you'll remove the curse? His word, for what it's worth. What do I get for helping you out? Information. Deal. Okay, Fakir said you have a deal with him. He holds out a hand. Try and reach it. (laughs) Okay. I draw a little outline of a hand on the mirror with the tip of my dagger. It is the nature of such deals that they must be sealed with a handshake. Yeah, see, this is kind of fae-like. Hence why the handshake. Yeah, but he's the one making the deal, not me. You're more than welcome to share this prison with me for the rest of your life as well. Although, I have been here for several hundred years now. I'm not sure if the rest of your life is applicable here. He flips through the page. What book is he reading? What can I see what he's reading? Uh, You can see the title of it. Uh, It says, The Wise. Okay. I said, fine, all right. I'll go shake his hand. As you shake his hand, you feel a pulse of power emanating from his hand into yours. And he lets go. (sighs) Tell me, are you familiar with the kingdom of Vinyan? Am I familiar? Nope. Make a history check. (laughs) My guess is no. Nope. That'd be a solid no. The kingdom of Vinyan, on the northern portion of the continent of Aeonia, was once a large and prosperous kingdom. I've heard that it has since fallen. I'm not sure when. Time is strange in here. I was a minor noble, a count, living in fair luxury, but as with most of my station, wanting more. I was approached one evening by an archfey introducing himself as a Landrill, stating that if I desired power, all I need do was provide him glory. To venerate him and honor him, and through my, through my own, through myself, 
my servants as well to honor him. The way Vinyan politics worked at the time, it seemed like a no-brainer. One can only advance through power, and quite often mystical means were employed. So I accepted his deal. And for a time it was fine. But the Archfey is a fickle being. When a celestial being approached me for work to employ my services and that of my court, he took that as a personal front. And his reaction to, personal, to a personal affront was to curse me. And he opens the book and flips it over so you can see what it says. And in it, it says, You who are transparent and base, may your form be truer than your words, roam the world endlessly as fog. You who hunger for power, may that, may that hunger never be sated. You who pride yourself on your form, may that form be ever shattered like the reflections in the glass. Ever since I have been here, so he cursed you because you were approached for work by a celestial? A celestial being of supreme power, yes. And the fact what that I did not of- immediately say no. What was, what, the- uh, what was the name of the celestial that approached you for work? A supreme celestial. It was a creature that called itself Idos. He flips the book back around and continues to flip through the pages. Okay. What did this Idos want with you? Followers. Power. Divine beings gain their power from those that follow them. There are other circumstances, certainly, but in this case, it wanted my people. The same people that Elanderil required. So it cursed you because you didn't immediately say no. The Archfey are fickle. Any thoughts for care? Had dealings with Faye. <laughs> Can be occasionally <laughs> impulsive. I just like picturing <laughs> single ha, had dealings with Faye. Wipe, wipe, wipe. Can be wipe, wipe, wipe. Occasionally, wipe, wipe, wipe. Wording of curse, probably important. If wording can be negated, probably easiest way to break problem. Probably. I only have the knowledge that resides in this library with me. If any of it seems useful to you, you are welcome to it. 
are the other people in this manor also you? There is no one else in this manor. There is, and then bullet list, the crooked man, the artist, the, you know, right, whatever the title of Theod's era of uh, Graza's book was. Right, the pious, yes. The, uh... There is no one in this manner (laughs) other than me. I'm going to take that as a yes, if you care. continues reading his book. Lavis! Ah. What you doing? Assuming that I have thoroughly tried every single floorboard, every little nook and cranny. Yep, yep, yep. Tried to shoulder bash a wall. Yep. Realized pretty quickly that wasn't a bad idea. It wasn't smart. Um, <laughs> call myself and just sit down in the center of the room because there's no way I'm gonna do what this place wants me to do. All right. So if it tears over at Lavis's mirror, scratch. Go through the damn door. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have no reason to trust the creepy writing. And that's clearly where I'm supposed to go. And in this situation, I don't want to do that. Ask me something only care would know. We're not exactly close. Um, (laughs) What did I say to you after Graza went through the fog? Let's see if he remembers. (laughs) I mean, it was a stressful moment. Lavis remembers. Because I don't. But make a, make an intelligence saving throw. You remember bits and pieces of it. Uh, give him the first, third, and last word, unless there are only three words. In which case, give him the first and last <laughs> word. Okay. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out what the middle word is. Well, and that are the first and last words. I guess the center word would be we. Well, we, that are the three words you remember. (laughs) Okay. Those are very not specific words. (laughs) (laughs) You remember that that the sentence started with well and ended with that, and there was we somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. Right. could always say, ask something else. Come on. <laughs> we were kind of busy at that point. I don't remember. Yeah. I think what he's honestly going to say is, 
okay, well, we were kind of busy, but at least we survived that. And now we're stuck here in a cursed house. Are you going to take my help or not? I'm kind of convinced you're part of the curse at this point, but I will give you one more chance. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> that was one time I was alone with Fikir. What was the other time? And by alone, I don't mean everyone else was in another room. The circumstance was similar. Mm-hmm. If you don't remember, intelligence saving throw. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm trying to, yeah, I guess this is like, okay. Do you well, remember exactly better. what time that was? Lavis, what time was that? <laughs> <laughs> the only other so time like, Lavis and Fikir were isolated from the rest of the party was when Lavis and Fikir were the last two people to teleport out, out of the, 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 the Valkyr's temple. temple. That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll say, yes, Valkyr's Cursed Temple. <laughs> okay, preliminarily but, trusting you. Preliminarily. Do you have any reason well, I mean, to... Why do you think I should go through the door? I can see everyone else through these weird mirrors. And I'm pretty sure there's clues. Everybody else has found something that feels like a clue on the other side of the door. What if Your that's what is the arch- evil cursed murder mansion wants you to think? Conspiracy. <laughs> she brings up a valid Fair point. <laughs> he does. Yes. Fair point. God. <laughs> but when trying to break curses, knowledge is usually more helpful than not. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not going in to sleep in here so I can try and break the curse. <laughs> right. Tomorrow morning. Um. Have a nice rest, Lavis. <laughs> Have a nice rest. Enjoy <laughs> your torture chamber bed. <laughs> would you like There's to room in the Iron Maiden sleep? now. Would you, would you like to sleep in the Iron Maiden or on the rack? I'd like to hang myself. If we were doing this, probably we have fun, we have options to dead people. Um, Next message is nobody else has found anything harmful yet. That's debatable. Okay. <laughs> Physically harmful. <laughs> okay. Ev- Physically harmful. Is sure. everyone in the same room? Because it didn't look like this when I came in. But now it looks like everything's going to kill me. Also got the religious room. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> Lavis and Rondo should switch. Fiat found a library. Nerali found a tomb. Maeve found an art studio. And I'm apparently in a tailor shop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so parentheses. Lots of mirrors. Locations. Fine. Yep. But if I die, it's your fault, and you have to tell everyone it's your fault. <laughs> Don't let Theod say, oh, Lavis walked into danger or whatever. 
Because I, I am take full responsibility. I'm cautious about this. That is this. the greatest quote in the history of this game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's Fakir. It's kind of my favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's Fakir. Um, and if you're a curse, I'm going to figure out how to stab you. Uh, I will very slowly, very cautiously checking for traps, head up to the door and open it. As you start to walk up the steps, (laughs) you successfully walk up the steps uh, and make it to the top floor, make it to the door, you open the door. There's a hallway on the other side of the door. Do I see anything through the hallway? You hear screaming. Okay. Uh, screaming means living people. That changes things. I'm gonna head there fairly quickly. Alright, in the room you find a man, uh, stripped to the waist, with a, stripped to the waist, still wearing pants, but his upper torso is, is bare, bleeding profusely from many cuts. Uh, his eyes are wrapped up and his mouth is, like, gagged. He's screaming around the gag. Um, as he is stretched on a rack, um, and, like, this is a rack with, like, spikes digging into his back, and you can hear the popping and crunching of bones as he's being pulled. Uh, he looks to be in his late 30s, early 40s, has short black hair with sort of gray salt and pepper thing, and a neat cut beard, and there is a leather-bound book on the floor in front of him. It the doesn't look is, like normal leather, though. Book is irrelevant. <clears throat> I'm doing everything I can to get the person off the torture rack. You don't seem to be able to. In fact, every time you touch the rack, he screams louder. Uh, um, Almost worst. as if... It's, it's kind of like, whatever. no matter what you try to do, you cause him more pain. Can I do a medicine check or something check? Fakir's trying to catch a glimpse of the title of the book. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, you can see it. It says The Tortured One. How original. Um, Sorry, Lavis, what were you trying to do? Uh, Medicine check, arcane check, anything to figure out what's going on and how I can help the person. Sure, whichever one you want to do. Uh, he's being tortured. Figured that part out. I was trying to figure out, like... He doesn't seem to be physically suffering pain. Okay. Like, as much as it looks like he's being physically broken on the rack, it doesn't seem to be physical pain that he's experiencing. Um, then I'm going to try, I've never done this before, but I got it, to cast Calm Emotions on him. Okay. You cast the spell. Nothing happens. He continues to scream. Uh, okay. Um, Once again, it feels like the spell didn't fire. Yeah. I'm just going to assume I'm in a magic doesn't work here place and be kind of upset. Um uh, 
Picard draws a little arrow pointing to the book. Mm. <laughs> fine, fine. Any ideas on how to help him? Breaking the curse? Question mark. I don't know if it's possible to carve something sarcastically with a dagger, but... <laughs> Breaking the curse, question mark, comma, that was sarcastic, comma, just so you know, comma, it's hard to write things sarcastically with a dagger. <laughs> you do it really, really slow, so it just goes... <laughs> <laughs> with a pause between each letter. <laughs> B. R. E A K C U R S E. I'm gonna with very slow underline. <laughs> you said the book was like something other than typical leather. Yes, it's human skin. It's people leather. <laughs> yeah, I I'm sure everyone else has put that together, but Lavis isn't all that smart. Oh no! If it, on the off chance Nerali oh, had that thought, she's pushed it so far to the back of her head. <laughs> Seems like leather to you. <laughs> leather, normal leather. Seems asking like leather the air where I presume Fikar is. Seems like leather to you. So much so, it seems like it seems so much like leather to you. You wouldn't even bother asking the question. Okay. In that case. I assume it's a normal book, and pick it up. On the cover, it's a oh, tortured on. one. Let Lavis ask the question because I want I want to care to just like carve an ellipsis into the mirror. And then a sad face. A sad face. Frowny face. Lavis is going to open up the book, assuming it's a normal book made of leather. Inside the book, it says, You who are transparent and base, may your form be truer than your words. Roam the world endlessly as fog. You who hunger for power, may that hunger never be sated. You who pride yourself on your form, may that form be ever shattered, like reflections in the glass. And the word shattered is bolded and underlined. And it repeated throughout the entire book. I flip the book so it's facing where I presume Fakir is. Helpful. All the other books said the same thing. Different emphasis here, though. Each one had a... Sorry. It's hard to... Through the glass. Each one had a different emphasis, or this one's the only one with a different emphasis? Each one had a different emphasis, right? Yeah, yes. each one has had a different emphasis. Yeah. We haven't read mine yet, though. We haven't found yours yet. No, I have. No, you, you've read it. Well, I mean, we found we it. Didn't, we didn't, I didn't read his. All I did was read the cover. No, he turned it around and showed it to you. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see which ones had emphasis on them, though. Oh. Um, none of them had emphasis on them. Okay. Uh, you're the arcane magic smart one. Any ideas? Would you like to make an arcana check? In, in Graz's room, she's kind of tapping her foot waiting. <laughs> yeah, because Graz has been done for a while. They're all um, yeah. sort of so you've, 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 you've pretty 
quickly guessed these are different aspects of the same person. The initial impression is that if we can find a way to break the barriers so that we can get all of his pieces together in the same place, that might help. Yeah, you, you imagine you imagine that getting his pieces together would 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 at least fix one part of that. Um, mm-hmm. Depending on how you get them together, it might fix two parts of that. Um, right. So you know it's 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 a there's there's a couple of different ways you you're not a monster hunter you're not you, you're not a professional curse breaker so um, right. the information mm-hmm. might be more useful with one of the blood hunters but uh, you certainly <laughs> you certainly have a general idea of what you have to do it would probably be helpful yep. if you could get Narali to show you the other book. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so yeah, he'll dive over to Narali's mirror first and scratch, open the book I'm and to read it. Waiting, waiting, like looking at the, actually after a little while, I probably would have gotten bored and would have actually probably gone over to peek over at Fikers and then come back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to where, where. Because she's going back to where the scratches first appear. So when you look, when you look in Fakir's coffin, there's nothing there. So I really quick check. Damn it! Um, <laughs> I really quick check. Uh, the odds. He's there. Okay. Oh, he's there. Okay. She goes. <laughs> And then I go back to all the way back into the into the the the, the, the embalming room. room, yeah, because that's where I think I need to be for this to, for the, for him to see me. Yep, and I'm just sitting there waiting. All right, Narali's waiting in the embalming so room. Carol, back. Right, so if a Carol scratch on Narali's, uh, show me the book Tong. and open it. All right, so the book, the outside of the book says. Um, I already said it says the crooked man. That's right. Yes. Uh, and, and inside and the bolded ones are uh, transparent and base. Uh, was it hunger for power and reflections like glass or like the, in the glass? I think those were it. Okay. And then he'll be back over at Graza's mirror. To go wander off, and after about five, after about ten seconds, <laughs> hello. <laughs> just hold the book up there. Oh, until you just a second. She just sighs and goes and sits down uh, next go, to the body. Go over to, Gra- go over to Graza's mirror. Everyone's found copies of the book. Different titles, different emphasis. I thought so. Some way to merge the shattered forms? Question mark. We could kill him. So the the thought you the hear thought, from Maeve's mirror, we could kill him. The 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 thought <laughs> the thought that uh, runs to me. Uh, Bad is, idea, Maeve. <laughs> everyone, everyone in the room has a method of solving the problem that is underlined. And if we can solve all of them, we might piece him back together. Is that something that I can confirm with a, I don't know, survival role or something? Sure. 
Um, you, you, you imagine, you imagine that, yes, each of the, un, like, the underline in yours, at least, the underline in yours relates to something wrong with the person in your room. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could, and, and if, if everybody in their rooms are trying to perform, perform a task, then that could, if you could either fix what's wrong with them or finish their task that might resolve something. Um, the, 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 the best, the, the thing that you, you, you can confirm that you do need to get these pieces of him put back together. Mm-hmm. All of them. We need to restore these pieces together, but the only way I can think to do it is to solve each of their, each of the fragments task to fix what is wrong. This one hungers for power, and he's not going to get it from a deity. We could kill him. Fakir makes a mark of acknowledgement on uh, Graz's mirror. Check. (laughs) Pretty much. Check mark. (laughs) Goes over to Maeve's mirror. Probably need to complete his task. Other options to follow. Dash, Mark. His task is pissing me off. He's, um, he's done it. <laughs> Goes back, back to Maeve's in, mirror. In, in, in the background of Maeve's mirror, you see the painter suddenly pull out a dagger and rip the painting to shreds, throw it to the ground, mm-hmm. put up a new canvas and start painting again. Right. Goes back to Maze Mirror. That's just collateral damage. It was just a painting. Um, He's got like a thousand of them. I don't see the need. He's not happy with how it's turning out. We need a better painting. Uh, Goes back to Graza. And actually, then he's going to start making the rounds first, though. And Fakir is going to try and make have everybody move to where they can see the uh, the subject in their room, to where they're all at a uniform angle and perspective in each of the mirrors that he can see. Okay. In the meantime, while we were waiting, I had to sit there to. I ended up grabbing, just grabbing my body, pulling it, and dropping it in Fakir's sarcophagus and coming back because I don't want to have to stare at it. As you try to grab your body, the crooked man grabs you. Okay. And you can't move while he's holding you. So I don't move. (laughs) All right. He picks you up, sets you off to one side. And goes back to work. I move into the corner and I stay there. (laughs) (laughs) Raleigh found something that makes him react. Yeah. Interfere with their task. Um, So yeah, Fakir will try and have everybody basically... Move to line up so that the uh, 
right, the reflections a, a, in the mirrors. Make a performance check. Hmm. Lavis will follow instructions, but he will also comment that this does not help with the thinking you're probably part of the evil curse mansion problem. So Fakir very poorly tries to coordinate everybody. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Theod, Theod, wasn't, Theod wasn't paying attention. Nerali is in her corner. Lavis, Graza, Lavis and Graza, I'm assuming, attempt to form a line, but they're not Graza just at all. Graza stands looking at Fakir's like, area where the, where the writing comes in with the guy over his shoulder. Like, that good? Yeah. Graza, can, you, can you see him there? Levis is mistrustful and has divided attention. Yeah, and and Maeve is just like pondering what would happen if she shanked this dude. (laughs) Maeve has her knife out and she's kind of twirling it in one hand like, yeah, "Yeah, let's let's give this a shot. (laughs) I love the idea that through this entire thing, Maeve has intermittently been saying, we could kill him. Yeah, just, just, just constantly. And is like, tap, tap. <laughs> you guys lit my boat on fire. You lit my boat on fire. Of course I'm going to do something to screw this up. You lit it on fire. We didn't light your boat on fire. We let wreckage on fire that in no way could have ever been returned into a boat. <laughs> You're not a pirate now. I mean, entrepreneur now, are you? <laughs> No, I've been trying to be one, but somebody doesn't have the right background for that, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, so it's not going to happen now because you lit my boat on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Way to get you a new one. A better one. Figure, figure out a plan or I'm going to kill this guy and just call it a day. This is yeah. the plan so Does he far. he turn around when I say, like, does no. he turn around when I say anything like that? Nope. No. Okay. Not really. Fair enough. Good on him. Dad's looking for another right. book. Here's gonna try. Here's gonna try again to get everybody to line up. All right. This time, Dad still wasn't paying attention. Well, this time, Fakir manages to get the point across, and and uh, he 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 relays his instructions correctly. Whether or not any of you follow them is up to you. Rosa follows. She's trying to get this thing done. All right. Maeve follows, but she, as she does, she says, we could just kill this guy. <laughs> <laughs> we, we could do it. We could, we, I could totally do it. We can do it. Yeah. <laughs> so Carol will, will put a little addendum on Maeve's mirror. Fey curses usually don't work that way. What do you think? Okay. <laughs> you don't know everything. Diaz is looking for another book, though. Um, because if he put in a book so explicitly and grandiorizing himself, uh, I'm assuming I may be wrong, but I'm going to look for a book that he put the answer, not the answer, but an answer to the curse that this guy could try to break it himself if he ever thought of it. Put, but, make an investigation check. Okay. Put the answer in front of his nose so he'd never notice it? Yeah. That kind of thing. Uh, investigation. Okay. You find uh, you, you go out. You go out back into the main room and start searching through the books there. Yeah. Um, and you find at the bottom of a pile of books uh, a small, thin book that says uh, the, whose title is 
on the nature of curses or why you should not mess with the Fae. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty straightforward title. I'm going to open it. Uh, it's blank. <laughs> there are uh, there are three words written in bold on the three middle pages of the book. You are fucked. Wisdom <sighs> Wisdom isn't or sorry, uh, uh, wisdom equals pride. Okay. I'm going to show that. I'm going to start yelling for Fakir because I don't know if he's back yet. Or... You, you hear, Fakir! Fakir! <laughs> hey! And I go over to Theods. Why aren't you in position? <laughs> and I flip up the little book. Okay, 421, why aren't you in your post? <laughs> I, I, hold up, I hold up the book title first. And say, I found this at the bottom of a pile of books. And then I'll flip it open to each page and show them. Wisdom equals pride. Hmm. Ellipses. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Frowny face. Right. Oh, is the screen loading? Is that what I'm seeing? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And then Ficaro will actually uh, write those three words on everybody's mirrors, just so everybody has that information. Wisdom equals pride, 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 wisdom equals pride. I look over at uh, my praying man. Um, Tiss. And I... Okay, my wrist isn't getting too sore for <laughs> I, I, I... Look over at the symbol. I look at it, and I look over my shoulder at where Fakir typically an- uh, answers. And does Lavis know anything about this? The, the the like disc with the with the piece of onyx. Fakir will go over to Lavis's mirror. Gold disc, piece of onyx in middle, religious significance question mark. Hmm. Uh. Let's see if I... Do I know that? Make a religion check. You do not know what that means. However, you do recall that the the symbol for Eidos was darkness. And if you were to try to represent darkness as an icon, you would probably involve onyx. Um, and if you have an onyx circle with a golden, like you sort of envision the icon in your mind, and it, and it looks in your mind like an eclipse. You know, because you have like the golden, the golden outline is the sun behind a moon. Which is another symbol for darkness. Okay. Best guess with no information. My... I don't don't actually know this, but 
my inclination is to say it's a symbol for Eidos, um, the use of onyx and the eclipse-like form would lead me to think that might be how that symbol is represented. But um, I don't know if Eidos potentially has anything to do with this or I'm just thinking about them for the obvious reasons. Check mark. <laughs> back over to back over to <laughs> back over to Graz's mirror. Maybe Idos? Question mark. Does Idos have something to do with this? Fay curse as result of subject potentially considering alliance with Idos. <sighs> oh, Fay jealousy. Oh. <laughs> I step. I step over to the, the 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 iconography. Does it look like it's all one piece? It looks like the disc is inserted into a ring. I I look at the praying man. This isn't going to solve you anything, my friend. And I try to remove the 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 onyx from the ring. As you reach for it, he reaches out a hand and grabs yours. The minute his hand touches yours, you find you cannot move. You can't even breathe out. You're just paralyzed. Mm-hmm. He moves you away from it, lets go, and you regain control. And he goes back to praying, as if nothing happened. <sighs> what was the wording on my uh, on my passage? Um... <clears throat> you who hunger for power may that hunger never be sated was the was the uh, was the highlighted portion hunger for power hunger never be sated if the hunger is sated if he is given power that he seeks then that solves that issue power won't come from idos however Fakir goes over to Labus's mirror have you tried healing him? It's not physical pain, but I can try. And also, I don't think magic is working. And I'll cast the first level healing word. You cast the first level healing word, and yeah. his wounds stitch up. He's still screaming, but his wounds close. All of them are just. All of them. All of the physical wounds on his body close. Okay, well, that magic worked. Is your magic working? Because a lot of things I've been trying haven't been. Fakir cast prestidigitation on himself. What do you try to do? Clean off his robes. Your robes are clean. (laughs) Check mark. Okay. Um, speaking ironically and literally, uh, is there something that it would like something that could be uh, burnt or consumed, like a food or an offering that's related to power or strength? Uh, make a survival check. Incense. Can I? Um, there are cert- certain types of certain types of herbs and like med- and like uh, natural remedies are considered to convey strength, 
bulls' testicles, things like that. Can I find any of those ingredients in the main room? No. Okay. Make a make an intelligence check. With my zero intelligence. <laughs> Twelve. Um, the most immediate thing that you think of when, when, when power comes to mind is your sword. I mean, yes. Uh, Theod, what were you doing? That's the step that I was coming to, but I didn't find anything like that. Um, I was going to try to... What was the name of the fae that he said? Elanderil. Elanderil? Um, well, if they're an archfae, then they're probably... They're, they have to be well-known. Uh, I'm trying Can I think of any other information, uh... On his, I don't know, habits or. Archfey um, aren't that well known, uh, not to common folk. Well, yeah, I know, but I'm not common folk. I'm a monster hunter. I mean, fair, but. <laughs> you uh, have a library at your disposal. What are you trying to look up? <laughs> um. Something. Something to help. I don't know. Contact him, maybe. See what's up. Right. Oh, hang on. No, no, no. Hang on. I'm going to actually... The Pashids said that he's hungry for power. Oh. Or we can infer that from... from Unless they well, haven't shared that. The, 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 the book that you saw didn't have anything highlighted. It just okay, had the, yeah. the standard passage. Okay, yeah, and I haven't been told anything about the other ones. So. Yeah, but it said, You are transparent in base. May your form be truer than your words. From the world endlessly as fog. You who hunger for power, may, the hung- may that hunger never be sated. You who pride yourself on your form, may that form never be shattered like reflections in the glass. Um, so while, while he's looking for books, um, I draw my sword mm-hmm. and empower it with my right of thunder. Okay. And I sort of lean over his shoulder to the point where I would be whispering in his ear and I just plant the sword in front of him. If you seek power, friend, you take it yourself. He's still praying. I sort of tip the sword into his hands. He's still praying. If I, can I get him to grasp the sword? You know of one way that made him grasp something. Yeah. I reach out and prod the, the disc with my sword. He grabs the blade of your sword? And the lightning courses through his body. I mean, yeah, but it doesn't seem to affect him. <laughs> yeah. He suddenly reacts. As he grabs the blade of the sword, he pulls it, and it easily comes out of your hand. I let go. He puts it down and grasps it with his hand, staring at it. And he stands up and walks out of the room. And as he does, your vision clouds, and you find yourself standing in the room that Fakir is standing in, in place of the mirror, with a vial in your hand. I hope I didn't just lose my steel sword. I reach out to try and grab it. Your sword is, in your, is on your back. Okay, good. The vial in, There's a vial in your hand as well. Hmm. The vial has a golden liquid in it. Is there a basin somewhere around here? No, nothing but mirrors. Fakir hmm. <laughs> sees you come in. Oh, splendid! So he doesn't come in. His yeah. mirror, his mirror is gone, and he. Uh, she, sorry, her mirror is gone, and she is there. It's okay. just like a blink. You you don't 
She right. doesn't arrive. It's just boom. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's a little bit of progress, at least. And Fakir will hand you Fakir will hand you the dagger. Coordinate them for a moment, if you wouldn't mind. And he steps off to one side and sits down. Okay. All right. Fakir is going to pull out his little uh, belt terrarium and try and contact his patron. Okay. You find your connection is muted. Okay. Um, I look over at the... Sorry. One of you at a time. (laughs) Yeah, go. Okay. He'll focus as hard as he can and try and just push the name Elanderil across whatever remains of the connection. No response. Okay. Um, I look over to where Maeve is at. Uh Uh-huh. What is going on? Uh, so Maeve is standing there and the artist is painting. It's the same guy. It's the same person. As, as you look, you see in the mirror or is everybody else with the same person that you just helped just in different clothing and mm. in different situations. And in one of them, he's warped. Um, and in one of them, he's on a torture rack. But uh, um, <laughs> in, in, Maeve's, in Maeve's area, uh, he is painting. And every time he gets halfway done with the painting, he tears it up and throws it to a side. Um, what what was the emphasis on this one, Fakir? I don't remember. It was. Uh, I I, I take I take the dagger and I write. Show me the book. I hold Very up different the, handwriting. I hold up the book again. All right. Uh, the book says, "You who are transparent and base, may your form be truer than your words. Roam the world endlessly as fog. You who hunger for power, may that hunger never be sated. You who pride yourself on your form, may that form never be ever shattered like reflections in the glass." It, the last sentence is, is highlighted or bolded. May your form be you who pride yourself on your form. Yes. He needs to finish a painting. I write that. Uh, all right. My first guess is to prod him at knife point, but uh, I feel like you all would prefer some sort of more peaceful resolution to the conflict. Try and stab him. It didn't seem to work for me. All right, fine. Finally, someone with some sense around here. And I walk up behind the guy and I try to stab him in the back. As you try to stab him, his arm whips around behind him without him looking and grabs your hand. You freeze immediately as if paralyzed. He moves your hand out of the way, lets go, you regain control, and he continues painting. It didn't work. I thought so. We need to finish a painting. Okay, but I have, like, no artistry skills here. I live on a boat. I'm not, like, a fruit painter. Has he finished two halves of a painting? Has he? Uh, He tears them up. Make an investigation check. You can find several pieces of the same... He's painting the same thing over and over again. Um, You can find several pieces of the same painting that are different pieces from one another. All right. If I put two of them together, do they match? Uh, Yeah. they're, They're all the same painting, and it seems like he finishes different aspects of it before tearing it up. 
you could theoretically combine them to make a whole painting. All right. Uh, I will take out my... Oh, I don't have a needle and thread, do I? Uh... <clears throat> so Kara goes over to Lapse's um, mirror and scratches restoration into the glass. Um... Okay. And then he goes over to Neuropolis and scratches, thinking sorry. Neuropolis? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? He's thinking. At first, you know, she's just been standing to, to for, go stand over here. Now she has, she has no idea. I think. I will cast Lesser Restoration. See what that does. You cast Lesser Restoration and he stops screaming. Okay, okay. He, he stops screaming and pulls himself off the torture rack and begins slowly walking past you. And as he walks past you, you suddenly find yourself back in this in the room in the room that Fakir and Graza are in. Your mirror is gone, you are standing there, and you're holding a small red vial in your hand. Or a, a small vial filled with a, a red liquid in your hand. Okay. And this room is not covered in blood. No, this room is covered in mirrors. Lavis is just going to sit down where he was, put the vial. For Karen, for Karen Graza, you see Lavis. Welcome to the party, Lavis. Oh, splendid. I think I was already there. Oh. <laughs> uh, and it while, was while me. Maybe, hmm? Graza. While maybe, while Mavis figuring out what to do with the paintings, I'm going to walk over to Nerale's mirror and scratch in, Hi, Nerale, it's Graza. Hi. Can you show me the book? Okay, again, why? Funk. Um, what's the underline? What's the bold here? May your form be truer than your words. May that hunger never be sated. May that form be ever shattered. We need to fix him. <clears throat> I write that out. Okay. Um, Fakir goes over to Theod's mirror and scratches, show him the book with the three words. Okay. I'll, before I... Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'll go over and show him that. I would say, What's have you read this one before? Yes, I have. It has three words on it that make no sense. They could be your way out. I've read them. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything for me. Well, it's, do you really think he would give you the exact answer? To get out of this situation. No, which is why I'm puzzling over this book to try to find a clue. As I have been for the past several hundred years, I assume. Have you read all the books in here? Yes. All of them. This is the only one that I think might have a clue. If only I could find it. 
and um, Lavis, Lavis, Graza, and Fakir can all hear that conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lavis is kind of looking at that mirror, but doesn't actually have a dagger. <laughs> I uh, pull, I pull a secondary one out of my belt. I wonder Maeve. if he needs to, next to, next to reading that book. Maeve, uh, what's going on with you? What are you doing with those painting pieces? I take uh, two of the paintings that look like they'd form a whole one and push them together, and then I pick them up and put them on the easel in front of him. All right. Uh, as you put them together, I mean, it takes more than two paintings to, to stitch it together. It takes like four or five. But as you you like put them all, as he's throwing, as he's going to grab another canvas, you quickly put up the pieces, and as he turns back around, the pieces all fuse together to form a complete and whole canvas. He looks at it, puts his canvas down, grabs it, walks out of the room. And as he does, you find yourself back in the room with Fakir, Graza, and Lavis holding a blue vial. Or holding a oh, vial with, with blue liquid in it. I still say we kill him. We can do that afterwards. Sounds fair. Uh, I don't know. Don't put a damper on this little one. Yeah, none of you guys know that I, me and Fakir made a deal with him. So. <laughs> no, Lavis is more questioning. It seems like we apparate out of the room after we solve the problem. The guy uh, doesn't so, here. Uh, yes? I look over at Nerali's uh, has, mirror. He, look, he looks like he's working on a corpse, correct? Has, Yes, he's working on he's he's working on Nerali's corpse specifically. Has it been communicated that we're trying to fix what to that we're trying to do fix the part that's bolded in the book? Yes. Yeah, I think. Well, I, I've only said we're trying to fix him. So I write out his form is truer than his words. Underline. And then afterwards, I don't know what that means. Fix that. I don't have the ability to fix deformations. Read the book, fix the bold. Okay. I'm going to... uh, I look over the book. I pause. I walk over to... to, to, uh, um, uh, being autopsied me and try to heal it. Okay. Your body... Nothing... Your body does not react. Okay. I think we're going to have to fix the odds one last, I say to Fikir. Probably, yes. Can Norelli do anything illusions? Do you know? 
I write on the mirror, do you know illusion magic? Nope. Um... So, Raleigh, roll an intelligence check. You wonder what would happen if you tried to cure the crooked man. All right, I try to cure the crooked man. Using what? Um, I've got, let me see. I'll start high and work my way low. Uh, lesser Restoration. Alright, uh, you cast Lesser Restoration. As you do, you hear the sickening sound of bones popping and muscles like shredding as his hump sucks back down and his body rearranges itself back to normal. The crooked man looks down at his hands, touches his face turns and walks out of the room, and as he does, you reappear in the room with Fakir, Lavis, Graza, and Maeve, holding a, a vial with a black liquid in it. Well done. I hand it off to whoever's closest and go it. move into the corner. Lavis also gives Graza the red I am, I yeah. take it. <laughs> I, I start... She is emotionally I'm checked out. My belt is getting relatively empty because of, I've been drinking them, so I'm just going to start putting them in the slots of my potion belt. Okay. Fakir takes his magic eyeballs and goes and looks at those potions now that we've got almost the entire set. They look like the same kind of magic that holds this place together. Okay. Yeah, I was going to ask this guy, you did say no. Idols, correct? I never had the chance. Okay. So Idos does have to. Take it from me, say no. If he ever contacts you again. It seems unimportant at this point. I'm telling you it's not. He continues to read his book. Can I insight check him to see how he reacted to that? Sure. He's lying about something. You don't know what, though. So what was the important thing about the odds room? The nothing. library. Really, there was nothing, nothing in his book. If part okay, of the what deal... What do the have to do with this? Part of the deal... Is that you for us for us to get you out is that you share any information that I'm asking. If you're hiding any information from me, share it now. I can already tell that you are. You're lying about something, I don't know what. The deal was that I would tell you what I knew about Elandril and yeah. the curse. And you would get me out. No, you said the deal what I got out of this deal was information. Yes. I didn't specify what information. No, you didn't. Yeah. That means I can ask for what you're hiding from me or lying about. He continues you need to, to read share his that. book. Lavis just mouths to Graza. Deal? Angering a fae is a bad idea. Even if you didn't anger them intentionally, they're very, very fickle and annoys me. 
Having anything to do with a fae is a bad idea. They can do good things, but they're very fickle. So, anybody I else have an idea? Ever. I, um, I, I scratch onto the mirror. What did you find, Graza? I sign it. I was going to say, my name's not Graza. <laughs> <laughs> like dash I'm still keeping it uh, after I see that I'll turn back and look at the other guy and hold the book up behind me I'm just like keeping an eye on the guy while it after says, I read that it says wisdom equals pride they hate pride lose it Correction, arrogance. Fae are arrogant. Proud of themselves, not of their servants. From the background, you hear Fater go. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. (laughs) Everybody except for Theod hears that. Yeah. His pride is his downfall. You're pretty certain talking to him isn't the solution. (laughs) You could kill him. I don't hear that, but... Fakir grabs the dagger and scratches on the mirror. Burn the books, question mark. Very different handwriting. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but really, how much can you? How much difference? I don't have anything in handwriting when you're carving. Gross is very used to carving to carving messages with the dagger, so hers is probably a bit neater. I mean, I have some torches. <laughs> probably. Um. Uh, I'll say. I'll ask if you've made any progress with the others. Everyone is all here done. Just you. And there's no way for you, you five, to get out without this asshole. There's no other door in this room, is there? No. They're just mirrors. Yeah. Did I take the potion that I got and smell it? It smells like paint. I stick my finger into it. it I hesitantly not, bring it up and touch it to my tongue. It does not. Fi- it does not stick to your finger. Pour a little bit of it into my mouth. It does not pour out of the vial. I get frustrated with it and put it away. That <laughs> vial. <laughs> There might be a muttered fuck you to the potion. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's enough of this nonsense. It's a Language Lavis just says from the other side of the room. It looks full, but all the liquid is actually on the wall, like in the wall of the vial. <laughs> it's just one of those <laughs> trick, trick vials. Can I see that vial, Nate? Yeah. I take and it. I hand, I hand it over. Yep, I take it. 
and I put it on my belt, and I just kind of look at the group of them. I pull the one that I got off and open it. Smell it. Smells like gold. Try and dab it onto my thumb. It does not touch your finger. All right. Cork it. (sighs) Is there a bowl anywhere around here? Make an investigation check. Uh, there is not a bowl. We are what standing a in a bowl room. Yes. There are, however, many <laughs> mirrors. I hold up one the golden vial to one of the mirrors. To one of the empty mirrors that like is not the one that someone is related to. Nothing happens. Hmm. I open it and try and pour it onto the mirror. Uh, nothing pour. It does not pour out. <sighs> Throw it at it. Throw it at it. I'm half tempted, but we're going to see if we can't solve the odds first. Did you try burning the books? Generally, this destructive. Yeah, no. I'll go out to the back and find a book or a section of books on. Mm, I don't know. I carve into the mirror. Wisdom equals pride. Remove the wisdom. Remove the pride. Okay, yeah, so I'm going to light a torch and uh, come back into the room with the guy and take the book from him. Uh, as you reach out to grab the book, he, he grabs your hand. When he grabs your hand, you are frozen solid, paralyzed. He removes your hand from him and goes back to reading his book, at which point you can move again. Well, that looks familiar. Okay, fucker, fine. And I drop the torch on his fucking lap. Uh, As you try to drop the torch, he grabs you. You cannot move. (laughs) He puts the torch back in your hand and pushes you away. And then goes back to reading his book, at which point you can move again. Wait, are there other books in that room? You're in a library, right? Yeah. Okay, I go up to the mirror and I take the dagger from Graza and I write on it, burn all the other books. Love, Maeve. Maybe put the blank. Book. Maybe before we do that, we should put the blank book on top of the book he's reading. He's already read it, apparently. Apparently, the one with the three words. Yet he seems to be repeatedly reading the curse book. Perhaps the one with nothing in it other than. Don't be wise and don't be prideful is the right one. I think the wisdom directly relates to the books. It might be the answer here. Hmm. Oh, you have a torch. Books are wisdom. I mean, if it doesn't, if it's it's not it, it's probably not going to burn. That's very true. Yeah, I'll go back out into the main room and. throw the torch on that pile of books where I found the other one to start it off. Uh, So the books immediately catch fire. The entire library immediately catches fire. Um, And you see see Theoban straighten up, drop his book, and walk towards the hallway that he's in. 
At which point you find yourself back in the main room with everybody else, holding a vial filled with white liquid. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's milk. <laughs> Can I see that? I say holding my hand up for a while. Yeah. Hmm. Either everybody froze, or I'm the only one that froze. Wait. And... No, you're in you're you're going in okay. and out too. Uh, I'm yeah. back. I'm back. You're all back. All right. I think we're working okay. now. Okay. All right. So now that I now that I've got all the potions, I open up the last one, the one that Theod gave me. Mm-hmm. Try and dab it onto a thumb. Okay. Does it pour out? Uh, as you tip the vial up, nothing happens. Okay. I I open a second one and open it. And then I open the next one until I've got all of them uncorked. Okay. I just kind of set them together and tip them over. The combined colored essences all stream out of the vials at the same time, coalescing until they form the wispy ghost-like form of Theoban. He looks around. Something missing. Last ingredient. He's not quite Fakir grabs it. there. Fakir grabs his dagger and nicks the interior of his elbow just a bit. Just in case there's some blood stuff happening here. Blood stuff. The interior of your elbow? The interior of my own elbow, yes. Oh, okay. You nick the interior of your own elbow. Right. And then he also looks around the room to see if anything else has shown up. Oops, that's a performance, not a perception check. Hey, oh. <laughs> you notice that the... You <laughs> to notice, see if anything else... Do so, you notice that the mirrors in front of the doors yeah. have disappeared? Through the door. Okay. Through the doors. You open the doors and step back out into the sunlight, well, the light of the of the island, and as you do, Theoban flows out past you into the courtyard next to the fountain. He looks around, confused, and as he does, you see the fog above coalescing, whirling together. And oh, we've seen this before. A large mist-like dragon a large dragon of mist and fog descends and hovers above Theoban Theoban looks up Fakir whispers it looks back down at him and Theoban says greed and as he does the dragon devours the form of Theoban looks at the group of you and roars loudly its wings opening up and beating to create a large to create a large torrent of wind and fog and at this point we will end this session for today so thank you all very much for joining us we have been final show Ooh. films we've and just that's why we took a long rest 
<laughs> we produce a wide variety <laughs> of content every day of the week. Check us out on our website at filmstreetfilms.com. You can also check us out on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms, on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash sinstaku, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash sinstaku. So thank you all very much for listening. Uh, we can only do all the things that we do thanks to the generous support of our patrons. Thank you especially to our $25 supporters, Chris Comfort and Antitonic. Um, so yeah, thanks for, thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Later. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye.